with all the stories we hear back home in Africa, you know, um, America is this, Europe is that, London is this, you know, things are happening, you know, you get into Belgium now, you know, how did you find that? Okay, uh, really, uh, um, what we see on TV is a big lie, <laughs> you know? What you, what, you, what you say is a big lie? What, what do you mean by that? It's a big lie. They show us the, they show us the mansions. They show us the, the, the flossing lifestyle. They show us the big cars and big cribs. You know, that the, the, when you get overseas, you just get it ready. Like you, you. Welcome to Article, where I do my very best to unpack actionable, valuable insights and with the goal of helping you live your dream life. I sit down with top entrepreneurs, professionals, making a difference around the globe so they can tell their stories. In doing so, I aim to inspire and motivate other people that may be struggling or looking for a new spark around their personal life or career path. Welcome to Ask the Pros, where I interview professionals, entrepreneurs, and people making a difference around the globe for them to tell their stories. And hopefully their story would inspire and motivate us. I got a friend here, Francis Osime, known, known him way back from Nigeria, lived in the same neighborhood, the same, the same city back in Nigeria, and he's here to tell us his story. And hopefully Francis' story would motivate someone listening out there. Francis, welcome to Ask the Pros. Thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. So, Francis, platform here is for you to tell your story, you know, your journey, because everybody's journey is specific. Everybody's journey is different, you know. So, hopefully, your your story on, and your experiences would inspire someone out there, you know. So, Francis, what's your story? Uh, I will just take you back down memory lane. How, how it all began back back into time back into time <laughs> yeah back in time like you know yeah we always had this dream of wanting to leave the country you know after our not even not even just after the university it was just after our secondary school you know there was this hype of wanting to leave the country we all felt that when we get out things will get better things will be like um, walking at his peak, you know, but we were quite young. We did not understand the challenges that even the Western world had for people that were just coming in for the first time, especially those of us who didn't have a silver spoon in our mouth, so to speak. <laughs> you understand? I, yeah, get, I, I, I get you, bro. I get you. Yeah. So, um, majority of us left when, uh, we finished secondary school, majority of us, not us in particular, or not me in particular. Then there's another group that left when they finished university. Uh, and for us that stayed back in Nigeria, we saw the increasing challenge or challenges we were faced with economic-wise and um, uh, what is it called? Did I say the government had a major role to play? And but we, we, we were still managing it. You know, guys back there would tell us, wow, we are still strong for us to be surviving the nature of the Nigerian economy. 
for us to still be back there, you know, we 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 were like he quote Superman because they felt they they had the opportunity to escape from the country and they made it to be over there in the Western world. But with time, fortunately for me, I just got to cross over too. So I was still able to sustain myself and keep myself going. I got involved with church activities, got involved in um, church um, duties, you know, irrespective of having to walk. Uh, I was practically into entertainment showbiz way back in Nigeria, modeling. You know, I did quite a number of jobs for some big companies back in the day. I was on TV, I was on billboards. It was a funny, interesting experience, but as you will have it, the nature of the economy wasn't impressing at all. If a man is if a man isn't rich up in the head here yeah, in the mind, that's a poor man. You understand? Yeah, you you're right. Survive way. As, as, and as long as what I feel, as long as whatever you're doing is legit, you understand? Because there were so many ways to break out or to break even in that society. And for me personally, I didn't take the the there's so many ways of um, offers. I took the right way. You understand? I didn't go into negative activities to say, oh, it's a do or die thing. Get rich or die trying anyway, anyhow. No. I had to go the normal way. When you say normal way, what do you mean by normal way? Uh, sometimes you just have to work, save money, and irrespective of what the challenge of the situation or economy life throws at you, you know, you know you have a target, you have a focus. So if you are saving money, you are saving it for a purpose. I didn't have to I didn't have to swindle somebody up a deal, a business deal. I didn't have to go steal anybody's money. You know, I was fond of back in the day listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony, if you remember. Yeah, I remember Bone Thugs and Harmony and would I say you were the snoop of the block of the hood <laughs> yeah if you put it like that because uh i remember i was rapping the whole of doggy style album without even writing that word on the paper on the paper man i'm telling you that <laughs> was that was that was 93 isn't it dog dog yeah 1993 that album came out in 92 93 chronic was 92 yeah 93 doggy style was 93 they're about you know so uh i didn't i didn't have to do anything um negative that's how i put it people make money people you see that they do in quotes i'm not against anybody i'm just telling you that's the way i didn't follow how was education like in nigeria you know how was that how, how, how did that all play out i started studying some it specialties you know i tried to do some microsoft professional courses i tried to do some diplomas and advanced diplomas in computer sciences because IT was hot cake as a then. I mean, it came out, it was like a big deal. In terms of money, what were you doing for money? How were you getting getting by? Yeah, that's 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 what that's why I mentioned I was into modeling. Okay. I was into um, show business, um, TV um, ads, TVCs. You know, I did some TVCs, advertisements. I did some some what do they call it, visual ads on calendars, with, I did with billboards, I did with um, 
on the newspaper ads, you know. Yeah, I, I was I there was one I even did on social media. One international company. It took me it took me to quite some level of recognition on the internet. My friends in the United States would be like, Wow, we saw you on the internet. It was like, Wow, big deal, you know. So it wasn't much, but for a young man, I still had, I'm still staying with the parents. I still had a daddy giving me some little tokens, little coins to add up. So it wasn't so bad, but just the challenge of the economy was really, really crazy, you know. I just, one way or the other, I had to do something legit, you know. I had a lot of video games when I was growing up. It wasn't much, you know. Would you, say, would, you say, would you say Nintendo, Nintendo or Sega or... Super Nintendo, Sega Dreamcast. Uh, recently, I just gave up. <laughs> I know about that one. I gave it out. I just gave up my Xbox. You know, so it's 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 been a wild good chase, good chase in Nigeria. But uh, we just had to come up correct. We had to come correct at the end of the day. And um, I have money to look back and say I hurt anybody to get here. I hurt anybody to achieve this purpose. No. And, and funny enough, what would I say, fortunately for me, I said I was doing some church activities back in the day. I actually got this, um, how would I put it, for the whole world can understand. I got this message that I'm called to serve God. You know, in Nigeria, when things are not going right, you start having <laughs> <messages>. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was about to ask that question, like how. So moving moving on, how did you get into the whole Christian environment? You know, being born again and going to church and giving your life to Christ. How did that all happen? Yeah, for me, for me, right from time, I wasn't I wasn't the holier than thou, but uh, for me, right from time, I always had this fear of God in me. I always had uh, this reverence of the greater spiritual being. You understand? So, uh, I always found myself drifting towards church. You understand? I found myself drifting towards church. And um, it's just it's just something by default. Not everybody not everybody has it. You understand? As in the fear and respect for the things of God. It's not that I, it's not that I wasn't it. I, 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 um, I was holier than thou. But... For things of God, I always gave it um, priority. I always gave it a lot of respect. And the um, message started coming in. I had my own challenges while I was growing, you know, um, financial challenges, you know. But at the end of the day, uh, I found myself standing on the, standing strong. There's a phase in every man's life, whether you're a man or you're a woman, that. You, you you are either knocked down with some kind of uh, challenges in life. It's a phase. You must. It's like a crossover to maturity to adolescence. That's what I feel personally. You know, it's a crossover. So you have to learn something strong that will be your principal factor in making you a matured man or woman. Every man lives by principle. Every solid man, every solid woman lives by principle. And I believe that those phases were well, one of the things that made me strong. You understand? My guiding principle, they gave me a guiding principle in life. I learned from my elders. I learned from my uncles. 
you know, that reminded me, he's so rest in peace. One of my uncles, he was always there for me. My father's very good friend, you know. My father, too, is late. They're always there for me to source out funds financially, you know. But somehow, somehow, when I got messages, I said, okay, let me see what God has in store for me. Because I didn't do modeling all the way. I didn't do modeling all the way. I got into the into the service of God, you know. I started working at the administrator level. I was like uh, a computer, uh, what's it called? Computer service guy in the church. Then gradually, I started getting into some um, pastoral school learning you know yeah, but, but were you were you were you very spiritual at that point uh spirituality for me is relative because like i said i grew up with the fear of god and like i said and like you know i was always into um bone thugs and harmony when they came out <laughs> yeah no i'm telling you for real you know sometimes i sit back even today in this present time and i look at and i say yeah, these guys, they were all about violence and negativity. But again, there's always something good that they say. And I was relating with that. What were the few things that they said that you related with? Okay, let me give you, let me give you, let me give you something. Let me give you something that almost the whole world could relate with. You know, when these guys came out, they came out with a hit track on their album. Is, the it, is, it, is it The Crossroads? Yeah, The Crossroads. The Crossroads, you see. You see the crossroads. Crossroads. They said because I watched them so, so intense, intensely that I had to learn one or two things about life. I learned about life from them as well. I read the Bible. My 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 philosophy is strictly the Bible. Do you understand? But I I was able to relate what they were saying and correlate it with the Word of God. And I tried to just justify myself because even at that time there were some answers I look I was looking for that not even some pastors could give to me. So I had to just find my peace somewhere, but not living their lifestyle of violence. You understand? I just, I just, I was picking out the positivity in their music. You understand? So I said, okay, if this is how I'm going to learn and build my life, all well and good. They talked about hustling, about for making money, you know, and you know that money is a very necessary tool for survival. They talk about making money. They talk about spirituality, about God. They talk about the government economy and there there was all about worldwide situations not just in america you understand they talked about boyfriend and girlfriend relationship when your girl dumps you when you you know all those things were real life things i learned from their each track of their music i put it to my head you know and i said wow this is real life i can relate with this i can go out on the streets you know to me it was some form of education it wasn't just, hey, I want to rap and be a rapper. No. I was so good to even rap like them that even, funny enough, when I was in church, I did I did, uh, I did, did uh, a song, yeah, with the crossroads, and I changed it to some gospel rap. <laughs> and people were like, this so, brass is sick with bone and harmony in that, in that track. You just, like, put your spin to it. Yeah, I put my spin to it, exactly. And, uh, it, it just is is it, it, spun off well, real real deal spun off well. But I was just I will say I was living in my in the world of my own. Do you understand? In the world of and I was also trying to accommodate people because 
if I'd come to anybody and say, it's bone, I'm listening to Bone Talk, that the ones inspiring me, they'll be like, oh, those demonic set of people. Do you understand? So I only, like I said, I only picked out the valuable part of their music and rhythm, and I use it to relate to people around me. You understand? But in my quiet corners, when I get really pressed down, because you know how it is when you finish school and things are not working out right. You know how it is when you are trying to achieve something at a teenage um, level or a teenage stage. You feel so you feel so locked down, shut down to a corner. And I found and I found them. Um, what is it called? I found consolation in listening to this kind of music. You know, it is not the best thing, but that's where I found at the time. That's where I found consolation because the church will tell you go and read your Bible. Go and listen to gospel songs. Go and pray. You know, at that time I was much younger, and um, I couldn't really break even with that. It's not that I don't believe. It's not that God wasn't working His miracles, but I couldn't really break even with that. So I, I I I held on to something I thought was convenient for me, and I thank God I didn't really get into the violent part of it. You know, and uh, I'm here today. I'm here today. That's just, these are my own life experiences, you know. So whatever somebody is doing in life, I always advise you, always look at the positive part of it, the positive energy involved, the godly, the godly um, part of it as well. So I, I know at, at, at some point, while you, while you were still in Nigeria, you go involved with some long reach program, you know, how, how did that go? You know, and, and what was the program about? Yeah, in recent times. Yeah, I did that. I did that. Long Reach. Long Reach. Uh, long Reach about, I'm three years in the business now. Three years plus. And um, this is the first networking business I ever did that um, that gave me results. I put in money. There was a time I got about way back. Let me go back in time. I think about... Uh, uh, 2007 or 2008. Yeah, I got involved with one getaway club, networking. Everybody was get rich quick, get rich quick. You know, <laughs> I, I I did that because you know some people's mouths. People have that's that's the thing. That's why I said I didn't get involved in any shady thing to raise money. People were just out there to scam you and scheme you and and run you down. If they're ready to lie to you, they will lie to you. You know, so there was this, I, I, I remember very well, because it was quite a lot of money for me to have really involved in a business in 2007. I did that and I didn't see any results. But people, everybody was saying, ah, he's making, they're making it, they're making it, they're making it. After a while, the guy that was coming to give us some lectures, you know, it's still the same process. It's, the same, it's still the same procedure. They just, they, they are always seasoned that they come out, you know, different seasons. When they see the nature of the economy is dwindling, they just come out with one new idea and people are, are, are more, let me just do this now so I can have some money. In my like that, like that, that triple, like that triple M program, MMM. Yeah, MMM, MMM. I never did MMM because I just, I, I sat back and I, I said to myself, people are investing this kind of money. Where is the money coming from? This is where my own spirituality comes in. This is what came to my mind. I was, in as much as I needed money, I would ask myself, the people that are paying them this money, where is the money coming from? It was later I got to understand that they take people's money, they take people's money, and uh, it's like they they, they recycle they they recycle they your recycle money. It. 
yes. They take people's money and recycle it. I got to understand that process. But even at that, I still didn't get involved in the business because I wasn't too pleased with it. You understand? Because I did the one they call, yeah, I'll say it out loud, GNLD, you know? I did one they call um, Forever. Those guys were just out to rip off people, take money. You understand? And once I said, once anybody has a way of cheating or taking advantage of you because of the hardness of the economy, they do it. I didn't get involved in any of those things, but I used my money to try and learn one or two things, and I was beaten. All these things, I was learning the pros and cons of networking business. Networking is a real business. That's just the truth. It's one of the fastest ways of making money. Well, the economics will tell us that the first few months or few years in the new business you are venturing into, you don't usually make your your profit. You, you understand? You have to face. That's just a basic challenge in any business, basically. Yeah. yeah another thing. Another thing in Nigeria, I think um, people are scared of competition. Yeah. You know, when it, when a new business comes up and and you see see the guy as your competitor, you you just you just want to, I don't know, I don't know what goes through their head, but I, I know for sure competition is not one one of the things business people love in Nigeria. Yeah, so so to speak. But it's so funny when you say competition. It, 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 have Have you ever been to this Ibu Men shop in the market square? You can see on a line. Is it a line or a line? They call it line, like. Like seven Igbo men selling Gary or selling selling the same selling the same thing. Yeah, selling the same kind of food items on a line. It's not a competition. But yeah, it is. Funny enough, yeah, some of that they manage themselves like that. You know, it's it's just business challenge. That's where economics comes in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That there's no how you start a business. You have to build customer relationship. You have to build um. Good pricing, no matter you understand competitive pricing. Some people just come and say, "Oh, because I put so much and so much amount of money in this thing, I must put." No, these are things that there are some guiding principles in money making in business that people don't apply. You understand? And if they don't apply these principles, they feel, "Oh, somebody is haunting them, or something is happening," and uh, you know, person no wish them well, this and that. One lady that I used to be in my church some time ago, I bumped into her, and she told me about Longridge. I said, ah, they don't come again. But I looked, and I said, yes, now. <laughs> See, they, don't <laughs> come, they don't come again. Yes, yes, that's life. You know, when you when you, had, when you just hit rock bottom and everything is so underground, you know, they just, you just see someone. And that's how life is really, you know. It would be like if the devil is really out for you in particular. So she told me, I said, she told me, ah, it's well, or it's good, or it's this, it's that. The people are making it, or I should come and see. Just take it, take it. She, even she herself was skeptical about it when they told her about it. But she said she would give it a try. You know? I said, I've done all these networking things before. And um, the lady that brought me into language, she's a top-class networker. You understand? She's a top-class ne- networker. She's been under networking. She has been to South Africa. She has been to Thailand. You know, she always qualifies for their, you know. So when she told me about long, I said, okay, let me give it a try. I'm already down. What is the, what is the use? Instead of having this money and still spending it. Coincidentally, this lady was like um, a catapult for me in that business. Because she pushed me to a level whereby by myself, I couldn't have achieved there. 
you know and language is a business that allows you to you can't be greedy in the business as you are earning those you are bringing in are earning i've made my money i invested back and from time to time i still get some little money into my account i'm not doing much but i'm still trying to push the business even now i'm in i'm in europe i'm still trying to see what i can do because it's something that really gave me hope to believe that yes this networking businesses that uh, these men have made in their time and succeeded in their own time are saying it's true well, luckily for me i've grown so big in the business that uh, it's just a matter of time that uh, uh, my 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 dividends or my earnings would just be coming in like um, a jackpot, you know. So I'm <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, there's something something that is not real about this country. That's not Nigeria. Something that is not <laughs> real, you know. Something you know, people like to live a very false lifestyle. You know, they, they you you know you want to get married. You know you want to settle down. And you know you are a banker, or you know you you are in a telecommunications company, then you are living above your standard of, of um, earnings. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Some people do it. Some people do it and get away with it. You know, they do it for the ladies. They do it. They get married to some rich guys, and um, and they 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 break out into another category of lifestyle. But the truth is that. That shouldn't be a standard. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be a standard of, of, of livelihood or or, or, or or being yourself. Even in the church, to be honest with you, even in the church, you know, it has always been go to school, get an education, come out, get a good job, then start thinking of settling down. You understand? And in, in all these steps or processes, you learn the reality of life. But the Western world came, what we saw on TV and what we usually practice in Nigeria is, oh, the bling bling thing, the rich guy, the ready-made guy, the ready-made woman, you know? So the hardship of the economy did not make people face the reality of settling down. It's either I meet a ready-made guy or I meet a ready-made lady. You understand? It's vice versa. It's both ways. I'm not going to put it on one side alone. I'm not going to put it on anybody. It's both ways. Everybody was looking for... A, a get rich quick way. You you're looking, you're, look, you're looking for the easy way out. The easy way out. Do you understand? Me, I'm a realist. Even till now, I'm a realist. You understand? I still tell my wife that I'm a realist. No matter how things are, I always cons- I believe in miracles. I believe in God. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I believe in God, but I'm not necessarily religious. You understand? And I always tell her that look, I believe God can do miracles, but there are some certain things that we can do for ourselves. You understand? Yeah. You should always put it in God's. Um, say God, 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 God. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You have to. You have to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You understand? Because we never know. America is this. Europe is that. London is this. You know, things are happening. You know, you get into Belgium now. You know, how did you find that? Okay. Uh, really. Uh, um, what we see on TV is a big lie. You know? What we see on TV is a big lie. What do you mean by that? 
It's a big light. They show us the they show us the mansions. They show us the 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 flossing lifestyle. They show us the big cars and big cribs. You know that the, the, when you get overseas, you just get it. You you, you once you just cross that border and you land overseas. Yeah, you, you have you have made you have, you have made it. You've made it. You've hit it. And anybody back home will be like, wow. Man, this guy don't go. This woman don't go. This guy, this guy don't hammer. This guy don't hammer. You don't better. And another thing was just the cold. The cold. I came in around the winter time, and um, honestly, it's restricting my movement. I still have to deal with this month of January and February before I get into the spring. You know, before I start adapting again, the weather features start changing. Uh, Europe is a beautiful place. Why is it beautiful? The government here have put things in place. You understand? There are basic things. We call them basic amenities, the necessities of life. They are not luxuries. You understand? These are the things that our government in Nigeria needs to needs to reestablish, you know, and put to work. Do you understand? Nigeria, Nigeria is a great country. Nigeria is, is a beautiful country. But you see these little things that don't make business thrive, that don't make life easy, easy transportation, lack of um, good pa- roads. Power, security. Security, you know, bad water supply. These are things that make people desperate and looking for any means, anyhow, to make their own money and survive. Any, any, means, any means necessary. Any means necessary. Any means necessary. Anyhow. You understand? So, I saw these things in Europe and I say, wow, I wish... Uh, but the funny thing is that our government, they, know this, they travel. Those in the Senate, those in the... They see, when they come out here, they see the lifestyle of the government of the Western world and they still go back home and it takes time for them to 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 come to agreement and put things right. It's, it's a real demeaning thing for a great nation like ours to be facing in this time we have the money we have the resources it's just for me i just think it's greed and um, some people out there are just out to sabotage the nature of the nigerian economy you understand that's what i just think it's not there's the government there are some people in the government working to do it right there are some people working to counter those people because they see that they are benefiting from it so it's going to be a long time process until somebody is ready to really, you know, deal with this thing, and until God Himself is going to build up that person to 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 deal with this thing. Honestly, I don't want to go into. This <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, you know. So, so, so now, now that you're in Belgium, now you know, in terms of integrating into the society, how is that going? Yeah, it's fine. You know, Belgium is a bilingual country. They speak basically French and um, Dutch, Flemish. They call it Flemish, you know. When I start telling people back home, I'm learning Dutch. They're waiting be that, waiting be that. So I just say I'm learning German. You understand? I'm learning German because now Germany, now Germany people know for back home for you when you hear that in Europe. So I just say I'm learning for those who be asking me too much questions. I tell them I'm learning German. Yeah, I'm integrating real good. I actually, I actually had the intention of um, of learning French. When I came, because my wife speaks very good French, uh, I had intention of speaking French, but she told me to go learn um, Dutch. 
And, okay, and why is it. why is that why is that why did she tell you to go learn Dutch instead of French? Those who speak Dutch speak Dutch, you know. 
just about it. That's I'm integrating. I'm 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 coming through. I'm learning the language. French. I'll get to just um, jumpstart, kickstart myself, and jumpstart myself again. Yeah. So in terms of integrating, the first thing you've you've done is to learn the language, right? To learn the language. Yeah. So, what's what's the next thing for you now? After the after after the language, what comes next? Once I do that, once I'm I'm done with the language integration and getting to know the city, um, my my registration into the system, integration into the system, should be set off, ready to roll. You understand? Should be ready to roll. My integration into the system should be ready. So after that, I think. Um, I'll go and look for a job, you know. I'll go and look for a job with the ability. English is not a bad thing, you know. Here, the fact that the English is coming in too gradually, you know, and um, and um, Dutch and English are relatively similar, relatively similar, you know. So if I'm able to speak English and I'm able to speak Dutch. I think I have a upper hand in the system. Once my card is out, my social security number is out, I could go and get a job. That's my next thing. After integrating, learning the language, to get a job because I have a family as well to, to feed. Yeah, 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 you're right. Given the chance or, or, the, or the opportunity, you know, knowing what you know now compared to how Nigeria is, how you left Nigeria, which of the environment do you prefer? Wow. Okay, I'll come to you. I'll come by in two ways. Firstly, the weather here, like I said, I got in here in the winter season and uh, it's really freezing. <laughs> yeah. So I think I still love the Nigerian weather. Maybe I'm yet to adapt <laughs> and uh, and deal with this. So for that, for that, I will I would love to go back to Nigeria, just not to leave back there immediately, but just to um in in and out yeah just to feel the 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 freshness of the nigerian weather again because it's so cold out here really so cold this is one of this is one of the reasons why i don't really go out since i came i don't really go out i'm really a homebody i'm not i'm not really out for the for the what's it called the phone and the you know but it's not a bad thing it's cool it's cool so if it's that, just to go home and visit it and come back, it's not a bad thing. You know, why I would like to stay here is because um, the government have put things in place. See, there's nothing as good as order and organization. Do you understand? There's nothing as good in a system where you have human beings. Whether you're African, whether you're Caucasian, whether you're Black, American, whether you are white, once your system is in order, you understand things are bound to succeed itself you know in 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 a positive manner and that is working out here now let me even blow your mind do you know that there's no government in brussels right now there's no government there's no government in brussels what do, what do you mean what do you mean there's no government you, uh, in nigeria we have we have the house of senate we have the house of um, representatives we have the you understand house of uh, house of assemblies all this kind of stuff they decide the the bylaws what governs nigeria do you understand and when the presidency speaks they can actually look into the matter and say ah 
this thing, me no got talk. He get us a bill. Let us deliberate on it. Yes. We pass a bill. Do you understand? Every country has a sitting um, government that decides the 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 advancement of his of his of his citizens. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, the 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 French people and the Dutch people, they are trying to. If I tell you this now, is not is not based on on hearsay. I actually saw it on on social media. Because it took me a while before I could understand what was going on while I was waiting for my, for my uh, what is it called, coming over down here, you know? The, 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 the French and the Dutch, they are having a bit of um, power tussle. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. They are the ones that sit in the helm of affairs in the government. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So those people that actually... Um, make these bylaws or so to speak make these rules that govern people in the country they are try just like brexit just now you understand just like brexit brexit just yeah. now yes you understand they have their own issues yeah as well you understand but irrespective of the fact that they have these issues uh, uh how will i put it the, the, there's still order. There's still level of order. Imagine, no, you check this out. Let me put this in a way we can relate with. Imagine Senate to just fold up in Nigeria. You understand? House of Assembly, bam. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the House of Rep, bam. All of them will be the same thing. You know, say, there will be chaos in Nigeria. Yeah, because because, because there, will be, there will be no orderliness, would they? Tantrums and speaking anything they want to talk about the government, and people will start saying this is a reason to go and st- uh, strike riots. They will go to tell your markets, scatter everywhere, do this, do that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But down yeah, here, yeah. there's still order. You understand? There's some level of civilization that has come into the mind of the people, and they know that okay, it is good to be uh, orderly. You understand? So, one of the reasons why I say I would still like to be here. Is because of this level of uh, sanity. Sanity is making some people go crazy in, 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 in the West, in the African countries. It's not just Nigeria alone. Africa, the black man has this peculiar problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Orderliness, respect for government, even the government itself. So it's... it's, it's uh, 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 the only thing, like I said, uh, and again, the only reason I would like to just come back to Nigeria... Is to eat our African dishes, eat our African meals. You know, you know what's funny. Let me, let me, let me, let me show you some. Let me shed some light here. Do you know these guys from um, Pakistan and Lebanon, Lebanese or yes. Turkey? Yeah, yeah. Turks? You know, they try to bring in our African dishes into Brussels. Do you understand? And it's not like the way we have it back home. You understand now, now, now. I really understand what they were teaching us in agricultural science back in the day, where they say some plants can survive in temperate regions, some can survive in tropical regions. Yeah, there are some foods that need to grow in temperate regions like Africa. You understand, mm-hmm. and you will get quality of those foods, the nutrients that are required in those foods. These guys, 
they do the same thing, but because of the weather and the atmosphere, they don't get it as it ought to be. So the taste of this food, you understand, from where I'm coming from, is really different. It's really different, you know? So I would like I would like to go back home and get some of that good home cooking African <laughs> continental dish, you know. That's that's just that's just by the way. Good, good. Moving forward, you know, what what is your next step? Yeah, my next step, like I said, um, one of my major steps, I did I did a lot of um, IT studying when I didn't get to finish university. I got to realize that uh, there are some things that you do on the internet that are legit and they actually can make you uh, a millionaire or a billionaire. It depends on how um, hardworking you are or how serious you are towards achieving the dream you have for yourself as a man in life, you know. Um, I've been studying some social media trends, affiliate marketing, Facebook marketing, and I got um, YouTube videoing and all of those social media stuff. And I got to realize that there are some technicalities in these applications that can help you make money. Do you understand? They can help you make money. Yeah, and absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, these things, I'm in, an, I'm in an environment whereby things are working well and fine in the sense that um, light doesn't trip off and on like back home in Nigeria. Uh, you, you have enough uh, internet subscription, your bandwidth is doing so good, you know, so you can actually walk and um, achieve results if you know what you're doing, you know? So I'm actually thinking of um, going into this IT field in this kind of country where I have everything um, available for my use, you understand? Yep. It's, 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 it's one thing I want to do. Definitely working is not something I should argue about. I'm still going to get a nine-to-five job just to um, jumpstart myself in the economy. Yeah, 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 absolutely, you're right. You need you, you need a nine-to-five to keep to to keep you going. You know, in that, do, doing that, you would you learn more, more about, more about your environment, you know, and try to integrate properly into the environment within the work environment. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, Francis, what would be, what would be your two cents? You know, were to to would I say a younger Francis back home, or would I put it this way? You know, if we if you were to talk to to me back home and advise me, oh, Kes, this this is how Belgium is. You know, this this is this is this is what's going on. These are the pros. These are the cons. You know, what would your two cents advice be to a younger Francis or someone like it could someone like me back home? Uh, um, really, I'll always, I will always be a realist. Really, I'll always be a realist. So I will always tell somebody back home or someone that is looking out for greater opportunities, whether in Belgium, whether in the Americas, 
that they should keep their dream alive. One, they should be disciplined. You know, challenges are, see, life is full of challenges. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, is a challenge. You understand? You sh they should learn. They should learn to learn from those challenges, the positive vibes, because there are some negative things that life will throw at them, you know, and they can learn some negative things from that as well. But I, I would tell them to always learn the positive vibes, you understand, and always hold on to God. And all those lies about when they get to the Western world, there's money waiting for them on the floor, that uh, business is going to work out well and tight. They should stop believing in those lies. <laughs> if they believe in themselves. See, God has made everybody for a purpose. You understand? We can it's only us that can kill that purpose if we go into negative lifestyle, if we go into um, living a dangerous lifestyle. Do you understand? Even the let me even let me even blow your bust your bubble with a Bible scripture to to crown it all up. You know? The Bible talks about um the five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins. Yeah? And you know, what, what generalizes these ten people together is that they are virgins. Isn't it? Yes. Foolish and wise. And under normal circumstances, being a virgin is a good thing. You understand? Being a virgin is a good thing. It makes you look pure. It makes you, it makes you, you know, respected you, you you carry yourself with so much um so, yeah, so, so much so much pride so much pride did i use pride now or something you know with so much confidence you know you're a virgin and um but the bible still terms them foolish and wise that means even being holy enough as in, in quotes is not it will not make you survive you understand there must be some level of wisdom in the head you understand so in the hustle that's why i say in the hustle of life i try to be philosophical as possible they should be creative positively creative it's not easy nobody's going to get it on a plateau of gold if you do it should be easy come easy go you yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah. To be easy come, easy go. So whatever they do, they should always look out the positive look out for the positive light and believe that God will see if God has given them a vision, he will make the provision. Do you understand? Oh, I like, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. If God has given you given you a vision, he will so make the provision. He will make the provision. I like that. Know? So 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 they should not downgrade themselves or feel like the end has come. They should be doing what they can do to see the next day, you know. They should be doing what they can. Tupac said, um, after the 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 after the night, after the night, there's always a brighter day after that. After the struggles of the night, you know, the Bible says their joy comes in the morning. There's always a, so they must struggle to see the next day. Struggle to see the next day. They should count their blessings. They should believe it. It may be tough. It may look impossible. It may look like the end has come. Look, it's not over until it is over. You understand? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not over until it's over. So they should just keep believing positively with the word of God, with good vibes, positive energy. No matter how they throw negativity at them, they should keep believing that, no, 
they, they, nobody can stop their shine as long as they are breathing. You understand? And God will see them through. That's good, Francis. Nice having a chat with you, you know. Grateful for your time once again, you know. And um, hopefully we would um, talk about it. Would probably have have a chat again. Maybe maybe when you've probably stayed in, in, in Brussels for the next four or five years, I'll come back and say, Francis, how was the experience now? You know. So Francis, for 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 those of the listeners that would want to probably get in touch with you or maybe ask you one or two questions about what we've um, talked about, you know, how can they get they get in touch with you? Okay. Uh they can reach out to me at um Osimef at Osimef on Instagram. Okay. Osimef O S I M E F at Osimef on Instagram. They can also reach out to me um on my Facebook. My Facebook is so uh, uh Francis Osime. But you can, if you're gonna search to make it much easier, you just hit me up at soultrust2001 at yahoo.com. That's an email, and that's also the search engine for my Facebook account. I'm uh, on Twitter at I am Gemini99. I am Gemini99. Cool. And I and I guess your 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 email address was you opened that 2001, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was. What, I, that, that was so typical. That was so typical back then, man. Yeah, you know, you know, most deaf, you know. Yeah. And uh, and those and those of you that want to get in touch with Ask the Pros, you you know you know where we are. We're on Instagram, you know. Uh, you want to get in touch with me? Just go Ask the Pros Instagram. So Francis, thanks again for agreeing to have this um this um, interview with me. You know, grateful for your time. And um, hopefully we speak again. Yeah, you're welcome. I should be. I hopefully I should be in England. Um, uh, what's where are we now? We're in we're in March. We're in January. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe sometime in April we do another talk. If if support on your platform, if we do a face to face talk. This is like our FaceTime talk. Yeah. Four to five time. Yeah. Hundred. 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 100 percent man 100 percent yeah cool brother well, uh, until then uh, yeah no worries 